Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. I'm Matt. I'm Mandy. And this is another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again as we dip back into the movies that shaped our childhood. And today, Mandy, what are we talking about? Today we are talking about the movie. <laughs> the one that I saw 17 times in the theater. The big one. Still have every single ticket, even though like the ink is faded. <laughs> like the, at this point, the- you're just collecting pieces of square paper. Right? <laughs> Basically, yeah. The 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 master classic. Uh, I don't know if we would call this a James Cameron classic, probably, but yeah. a romance romance. Um, big huge movie, Titanic, nineteen ninety seven. The intro was even big for this one. Uh, it, it had to be. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, hey, cat walking through the camera. That's awesome. Oh, I have one right here. I, if you see me, bring my arm up. She's I'm petting her so she doesn't meow. So. Very good, very good. Um, and of course, uh. We always like to remind everybody listening in. Yeah, we're going to watch or we're going to deal with Titanic. This is a big uh, get uh, as far as like sitting down and wasting your day watching this movie. So <laughs> knock out a, a chunk of time. Go find it wherever you can find it. I don't know if it's uh, where was it streaming? I found it. Some, oh, was it on Stars? Stars. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's on Stars currently, uh, but just go find it somewhere. It's the old double VHS tape. If you got to dig back into a box somewhere in the basement. <laughs> uh and go watch titanic and then you can come back and join us for the conversation we'll give you a few seconds to go do that and so you can catch up and you're back all right greatest of all time now everyone's up to speed and we can get started with this nonsense but of course mandy you and i we don't like to talk about these movies alone we need to bring on somebody who can uh take sides basically that's because otherwise we just you know fight about stuff so today we're very excited to have returning guest grand rapids area comedian mr simon carlson's with us everybody Hi, thank you for having me again. Yay, Oscar thanks class. for coming back. <laughs> thank you so much for being Absolutely. here, Simon. I'm excited for this. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, good. me well, too. Good, good. Um, and uh, yeah, so the last one we had you on was My Girl, which was also a know, terrible, sorry, sorry. terrible, sad <laughs> yeah. ending to what was That's the what burgeoning was... love story. Yeah. That's what I was going to, I had a bone to pick with you guys because <laughs> both movies that you've had me watch were total sob fest. This was my girl with no bees in it. Yeah, I was so upset during this movie. I cried four different times. I documented every single one. Uh-huh. Perfect. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, so uh, we always ask everybody who we have on the show, though, Simon, how long had it been since you watched this movie before we forced you to watch it for the podcast? Had to have been since elementary school. So I'm going to guess at least 15 to 17 years. Okay. Yeah. That, that's, but that's really... I had seen it. Yeah, I okay. had seen it quite a bit. We had the double VHS tape as aforementioned. Perfect. <laughs> and Mandy, of course, how long has it been since you? We know you watched it a lot, but how long has it been since you saw it last? Well, this is my one of my husband's favorite movies too. So we watch it like once a year at least. So okay. maybe a year. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so you were just kind of rolling up into the new year. Uh, last year, not realizing the hell storm that was about to come in the form of COVID. And you just sat down and watched a, a sinking ship happen before the world uh, <laughs> sunk around. It, us you know, it's funny because I've watched, I think in the la- within the last year, I've watched the first half at least oh, okay. a couple of times. <laughs> Generally, what VCR yeah, watched watch the first tape. <laughs> once they, yeah, right. Once they hit the iceberg, I, I have a, I'm like, I don't need to watch it. They both sure. live if I stop it right now. <laughs> 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 yeah it's the my girls with no uh, my girl with no bees that's what exactly stop it before the end um and for me it's you? been i don't know like for a while it's been a minute i think we had 
somehow acquired the VHS tape at some point too. I can't imagine I would have gone out and bought it for whatever reason, but uh, whether we picked it up at like a garage sale or something like that, maybe. Uh, but yeah, I had uh, it somewhere in the house and it, this was not a huge movie on my radar other than the fact that it was a huge movie, huge movie. in every other way. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. it was kind of worth seeing what it was going to be. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was worth at least going to, to watch it, to see what, what has happened and how, okay. So I have a bone to pick with this right away. The fact that they turn what was a tragedy into a like fake love story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really bothered. The, the I movies, had a big question about that. Cause I, ha- you told me not to look anything up. Yeah. I did not know if this was real or not. <laughs> no, it's not the, the real. Ju- you're telling me the jewel of the ocean or the heart of the ocean is not real. No, it's not. Well, kind of. I I did read something that said the most expensive item on the ship was a piece of jewelry Mm -hmm. uh, that was worth, I think, at the time, like 20 grand, uh, Mm -hmm. which with inflation now it would be worth like $450,000 or some nonsense for this thing. So there was a large uh, Uh, piece of jewelry on the boat. And I guess they just kind of formed it around that maybe. I don't know. Like James Cameron literally just wanted to have like, um expense paid to go down and see titanic <laughs> sure like legit that's how he decided like i'm gonna make a movie about titanic was and that so, real footage they got of the wreckage it was and he wow. he has actually spent more time with the the titanic down under the ocean than the actual passengers spent on titanic as far as <laughs> like the amount of wild. time yeah. You know what Lindsay had pointed out I watched this with my wife and she had pointed out to me that it actually takes longer to watch the movie than it does for the Titanic in real life to hit the iceberg and then sink. It doesn't. It's the exact oh, wow. amount of time. Two well, hours really? and 30. Yep. Two hours and 37 minutes from when. Well, it, from when they hit to the end of the movie, right? Correct. Okay. Yes. From I, when she, they hit the iceberg. Yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about like, if you sit down and push play, it's going to take you longer to watch this movie than yeah, it did three for hours the boat. Like 13 minutes yeah, for the yeah. boat to actually go down. So, um, <laughs> all right. Let's we're, I don't even know where to begin with this, Mandy. What do you <laughs> Um, okay. Minute well, 47. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, okay. I guess, um, for me, like, I think when I was younger, well, I saw, okay, just to throw this out there to you, I saw it three times in one day. <laughs> yeah. Oh my um, gosh. That's a long day. It is. It, it was amazing. Like a full work day, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it came out in 97. So I was, how old were we, Matt? 14. 14. Yeah. yeah. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio was like the man. I, loved I imagine it so much. I had a few days to waste when I was 14, like just doing yeah. nothing. I, I, I probably watched a movie at home a couple of times in a day when I was 14. So, yeah, I mean, it, I didn't have to pay for it or go and show myself to the usher three times to be like, yeah, I'm going back again. <laughs> I think that's I think- the most thing I would be the most embarrassed by going through the line again. Or did you just kind of hang out in the theater? It was not just me. Like it was everyone. Well, and the thing too, like they even say they, they had to, the studios had to keep resending out the movie because the reels like were, it was shown so many times that it was like getting worn out. This movie was so humongous. Um, in the, I mean, it was like the biggest thing ever. Everyone saw it. Most people saw it more than one. I mean, not most There were people, a bunch but. of guys that just would leave after the paint me like one of your French girl scenes, you know, and then just come back. Later, <laughs> I got what I need. Yeah. yeah. This is all I, can, I had to sit through for this. I do. I do remember being in the theater with a, and there was a woman in front of me and she had brought her young son. And as soon as like her, her boobs came out, she was like, cover your eyes. I thought this was supposed to be PG 13. And that they did push it big time. There was lots yeah. of cussing. 
they showed her butt they showed tons of tit like it was it was a lot there was like the sex you know and everything yeah, so the hands sliding down the the car <sighs> okay. window it is so cheesy like the and they, the... they mentioned at the beginning of the movie that like yeah she was 17 when she was on the boat and i was like oh god i know <laughs> what's happening <laughs> well back then that was she was an old maid for, for sure oh yeah yeah she would have already been uh, sent off with uh, Billy Zane there, but um, <laughs> oh, he's a Billy real piece of work, isn't he? <laughs> he really is. Yeah. Uh, Simon, how many times have you ever, okay. So have you ever watched a movie more than one time in the theater? Like any movie? Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, Do you remember which one, I would, if it's multiples, then which one was the most times? Oh man. I don't think I've seen a movie more than twice in the theater. If okay. I have it's, but you know, the one that makes sense that, makes the most um sense would be the dark knight okay. saw that one um at a regular theater and then my dad who never goes to movies at the time when i was when it came out he was like oh, let's go see that in the imax and i was like yes <laughs> nice yeah yeah pay a little extra for the for uh, this so i don't think i've ever seen i don't think i've ever gone to a movie that has the chairs that like move and stuff whatever those are called the d-box yeah i've never been inside the never D-box. either <laughs> I don't feel like spending 25 bucks for a movie. You're yeah. You're telling me except for, I mean, unless you're in the middle of a quarantine, cause I've spent right, three right. times now I've rented a movie that was either, I think it was 20 or more dollars to rent yeah. uh, the movies. That, oh, yeah. so yeah, you know, you do what you can when you yeah, can, definitely. I suppose. but um, okay. So I'm going to play. Uh, so basically this movie is, yeah, it's a, like a pet project for James Cameron to go visit the yes. Titanic, but, but, <laughs> In have it, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. It, well, I was just in reality, it's supposed to be a salvage crew going down to the Titanic to retrieve uh, a very specific necklace that was believed to be on the boat at the time that it sank and was never recovered. So, Bill Paxton is here with his crew to go down and and find the heart of the ocean or whatever. But here is uh, Bill Paxton. We meet him uh, very early, three minutes in. Okay, quiet. We're rolling. Seeing her coming out of the darkness like a ghost ship. Classic Paxton. Gets me every time. Love his voice. To see the sad ruin of the great ship sitting here, where she landed at 2.30 in the morning of April 15th, 1912, after her long fall from the world above. I imagine. <laughs> so full of shit, boss. I imagine that that would be better with the weird music behind it, but otherwise, I don't think I would be into this uh, documentary that he's trying right. to record. <laughs> I, um, I also liked so, about Bill Paxton. Yeah. He was it was like 1997. He was at his most in sync looking. Yeah. Oh yeah, with his, his dyed hair, shaggy after, hair. Yeah. 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 He was trying oh, to stay yeah. re- trying to stay relevant at the time. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I think he was it was supposed to be like sun died, you know, like he spent all that time on the ship and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, sure. Um, but I wanted to mention because you talk we did talk about like how it was just a pet project, but um there are like the thousand extras or whatever. James Cameron literally gave each person like that a real character with a background story of who that person was, Holy where Lord. they came from. Um the extras work. <laughs> uh let's see here okay so many of the core extras used the movie and took characteristics from actual survivors in what the scene with the two little girls that are being loaded on the lifeboat and the man says it's only for a little while yeah. and um and then uh um, hold mommy's hand be a good little girl that was all true um i mean there were so, the two old people that were in their bed um hugging 
that was the owners of Macy's the and um the wife was supposed to be getting on a boat and um she said no she's like no we live together we die together okay. and so she stayed so, because I mean, she didn't want to leave her husband like that's documented but we have no idea if they went to their room and just sort of like laid on the bed together. Oh. I mean, that was all style. But so well, the idea that they were like, no, nah, I don't want to get on a boat. I'll just hang out here and go down with the ship. That we know is true. But I mean, everything else is just sort of like, let's see how much we can make people cry during during this. Movie. Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, yeah, for sure. But like the, you know, like there's so much common knowledge about it. Like the people were still like the violin players and everybody were still playing sure. on the deck um, and that kind of thing. So, I mean, that was, that was real. The pastor that was um, giving the, you know, when people were tumbling yeah. down. Okay. That was the other thing too, that used to piss me off when I would go to the theater to see this is people would laugh when oh, people dude. would fall and like the guy that hits, that hits like gong the sound when he hits the propeller and flips down <laughs> into the ocean. Yeah. That's real, I am like falling. <laughs> Speaking of real riot and bawling, we are in the middle of February technically this will this mm -hmm. will release in the middle of february which is supposed to be our uh rom-com slash love story month uh and yeah. so so this is this is definitely a veiled love story uh around the death of what what turns out to be like 1500 people i think uh that ended mm -hmm. up uh, going down yeah. with the ship if you so. can trust old rose's memory for sure That's yeah, true. yeah. <laughs> oh i know She's gonna be a she's a an old goddamn liar. That's right. <laughs> uh, here we'll get a little story on uh, the heart of the ocean. Louis the Sixteenth wore a fabulous stone that was called the Blue Diamond of the. Crown. I feel like Bill Paxton has like a single note this whole movie. Uh huh. He's just he's never excited. He's never depressed. He's just kind of right here. That the Crown Diamond was chopped too. Rips to Paxton, by the way. Yeah. Is this before or after Twister? It's got to be after, right? Oh, let's see. When was Twister? <laughs> yeah, I, I think it, it was definitely after. Twister came out when I was 90, in middle school. Twister's 96. This is you, Nana? Mm. Yeah, whatever. Fresh okay. off. Yeah, Twister's 96, Titanic's 97, and then we get... Oh, he had come off of uh, Apollo 13, 95. Uh, True Lies in 94. God, True Lies. He was so great in True Lies. Another James Cameron film. Oh, so good. Uh, and then we did also uh, Almost Famous, right? Was that a James Cameron? No, that was Cameron. No. Something else. Who was that one? Oh, well. Whatever. I don't know. It, that was just, it reminded me because <laughs> it, it was, was another. It was Kurt Cameron. It was, yeah, right, it was Kurt right. Cameron. Yeah, we all got left It's all, all about Jesus. <laughs> um, that was just like, it was another pet project that lost a shitload of money. So I got a feeling this one, on the other hand, uh, really, really made out uh, pretty decent. But uh, we'll get there eventually also. Um, let's see. Uh, so they're doing, uh, like a, I think they're doing Titanic two, right? Like they're making not, not a movie, but like they're rebuilding the Titanic okay. basically in the same <laughs> dimensions or whatever as the original Titanic, kind of a similar boat, yeah. right? Would either of you, uh, be apprehensive at all? If you were just given a free ticket to go on Titanic two, would you do it? I mean, I'm apprehensive of boats, capital B boats. <laughs> okay. So no, thanks. <laughs> So, so not a cruise family, Simon? No, no, never, never have been on one. <laughs> no, me neither. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to steer clear, I think. But I mean, I would think that they would, if they corrected the problems, like the fact that the rudder was <laughs> yeah. too small. And yeah, that's what turn. I would walk up on the boat with like a checklist of like, did you fix this? Did you fix this? Yeah, the first thing you do is count all the lifeboats and figure out if <laughs> yeah. there's enough for everybody. Yeah, There's and not then, but 500 seats on these lifeboats. 
but and, I, I hope they're not too crowded. Are they sorted by class? That yeah. stupid bitch. Oh, oh my gosh. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't lose that though when you're in the face of impending doom, I suppose. If you're like a terrible person in real life, it just kind of sticks with you. Right. So. I was watching this today and while that she said that line and while this whole thing's going on with like GameStop stock and the, the uh, hedge fund managers, I was like, man, it just never ends with these people. (laughs) (laughs) That's so true. I mean, it is true. They they can't stop being terrible people. (laughs) And that's half the ship is going to die. Well, not the good half. (laughs) says. And the thing that that was the thing that bothered me the most when I was younger was like that they they wouldn't let people up, which that was not true. They didn't lock. Well, I mean, I guess we don't know exactly for sure, but there have been statements that have come out and said that 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 didn't happen. They didn't lock the third class passengers so they couldn't escape and things like Mm. that. But just like, I mean, the fact that there were like little kids and they just because they were poor, they didn't get, you know, a chance to live. And that, that stuff like fucked with my brain when I was young. That yeah, I, sure. I think that was like an activist in the making, like all the Titanic <laughs> that I saw, I was like, <laughs> fuck rich people. Like I'm going to blow up the building or whatever, you know? Um. So when my wife was talking about, uh, I was, we were watching this sort of together and we didn't finish it. We got about halfway through together. And then I was like, I'm done with this for today and watch the rest of it the next day. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she was like the, she said the most used meme that she ever uses is the one with Rose saying it's been 84 years. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Like yeah. every time someone was like, Hey, how long has it been since whatever? And then people just post like it's been 84 years. So when I was this- the last time you had a good night's sleep. Yeah. It's been 84 years. Yeah. It's been 84 years. That was it. I just pulled, I pulled that clip for no other reason than just for that. Perfect. Right there, so. Perfect. uh so this movie has continued to like be i guess not relevant necessarily but like in the zeitgeist for this long and i'm Mm -hmm. guessing because it was this epic uh film right like it was this huge endeavor and a lot of firsts that were happening like didn't he like invent technology to like allow this to happen even Yes, he and him and his brother actually invented a camera that could be held outside the submersible. So like they basically made like the first like deep sea camera that could handle like the pressure without having it be like filmed through the window. Okay. Like so a they, bubble boy camera with like arms out the submarine that they yeah. could control. <laughs> yeah. It was John Travolta. He was just in the on the side of the submarine, you know, like <laughs> bubble boy. Um, so yeah, I mean, there that was that all of the costumes and everything, it was it was the most like explosive as far as the amount of of like history and the things that they that they put into like rose's final dress they made 24 of them and it looked the same wet as it did dry they did that on purpose um like kate winslet actually um she got hypothermia she was the only actress actor or actress not allowed to wear a wetsuit so she got hypothermia she threatened to quit she got um so bruises so bad that her makeup artists would like took pictures to show like how good they were at like covering up bruises for like future portfolios um she chipped a bone in her elbow like she was yeah she was uh and she's gonna be in avatar 2 i guess and that's being done by james cameron so she said that um the only way that she would work for him again because he was so demanding was if she got offered a ton of money which i'm guessing she probably did so yeah probably wow (laughs) (laughs) um all right so the whole thing sets course on the premise that this kid won uh tickets to the titanic in a poker game uh so everything was random chance 
uh, I mean, if you look at it the opposite way, the people who lost the poker game actually won. Uh, it's mm-hmm. not like he he was the worst uh, experience there uh, with that. But um, so do you, th- without him getting on the boat, chances are she would have, and she being Rose, would have just gotten on one of the life rafts and continued on her life as normal i'm guessing or right? she would have jumped off the back <laughs> I, yeah I or that's true. she would have found another peasant for lack of a better word <laughs> to have the time of her life with and he might have been even cooler yeah yeah he might have been able to be like you know what scooch over let me get on i was just here. gonna say that i was gonna be like he would have been like no we're sharing this shit for sure and, and for like, the rest of her life she's like i love short guys they can fit on doors <laughs> i don't know this is going to be awful to say, but like, I don't know of a person that I've ever met, including my wife, that I would not have tried to get on the door with, <laughs> even if it were going to kill us both. Like, I can't just float in the ocean and turn into an ice cube while I stare into the eyes of somebody. You know what I mean? Like, no, Matt, you're the guy that was behind Rose pushing her down into <laughs> the water. Yep. Yeah. I'm yeah, I'm flipping the door to try to get her yeah, off yeah. so I can steal the door and make it my own. Oh, yeah. I'm just collecting debris and making a raft. I'm going to create a new floating <laughs> city for myself. I love the, uh, the moment in Bruce Almighty when he's on the Maid of the Mist. Did you feel bad floating on the big door while you let Leo drown? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, Matt, I just, you, just, you just have like this whole, like, I have to survive Oh yeah, I have a like, self-preserving sort of <laughs> mentality for sure. Like oh, you would yeah. have been one of the guys that when they're like women and children first, you'd have been like, you, they probably would have had to shoot you. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have just tried to squeeze into the nearest dress and then yeah. <laughs> women here. I'm pregnant. Lay off me. You would have you could have fit into Molly, the unsinkable Molly, what's her face? Molly Brown? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Molly Brown, Kathy Bates, who I love. She did For awesome. Sure. New money. Mm-hmm. She was she really I, acted like new money. I would have hung out with her probably on the boat, if anything. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. That was yeah, she right. seemed like a, a rich person with a heart of gold. <laughs> when, yeah, when she's like, you can cut her meat for her too, Kale. Like you can just tell yeah. that she just yeah. And it, um, the chick's mom though, man, oh, yeah, Rose's yeah. mom, she Ruth. was just such an intolerable asshole. But I I get it though, right? Like clearly she had money, and then all that money went away. Uh, I guess did her dad leave or die or something? But all the money ran out. Left. Uh, and so now she's like, we're kind of fucked and you are the only person who will save us. And I, I suppose yeah. if you've gone that long in that lifestyle and in that realm of people and dealing with all that stuff, you desperately want to hang on to that, I would think. But yeah, it was really gross because her exact words were he will preserve us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh. Yeah. But the thing is, is like, I mean, he's abusive. He's a, just a total like he's just such a fucker i guess i don't know if maybe she doesn't know that at the time um speaking of that whole scene where cal throws the table like flips the table yeah he wasn't supposed he wasn't supposed to flip the table and he ad-libbed a bunch of words so when kate winslet looks terrified she really is because she's like what the fuck is up with this dude nice wow i wonder what take that was if he because he broke a lot of shit yeah yeah right (laughs) yeah did he just come in hot like you know what i'm gonna do this we're gonna we're gonna sorry i thought we like were doing sort of a good take bad take yeah, yeah. right <laughs> um the other things that were ad-libbed when she spit in his face maybe she was getting him back yikes um, oh my gosh about that about that scene 
Uh, uh-huh. It's super serious and people are like about to die in mass. But when she spits in his face and he like touches it, I go, Ooh, <laughs> I couldn't help it. It was gross. Yeah. The, the <laughs> well, big recoil. Yeah. <laughs> the um they she spit in his face and they decided to like keep it but that take didn't work so <laughs> she had had to spit in his face so many times she ran out of spit so what you no. actually see what you actually see in the film is she actually had to put lube in her mouth and spit lube out in his Whoa. face i thought you were Why gonna say lube? It was like there's CGI. so many liquids <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they needed that. That what did we? That, I can't remember what movie it was where we talked about the cum guy that just like sprayed cum everywhere. It looked like I don't. Do you remember what no, movie I, you're talking about? I do not. No. There's so many <laughs> movies where that could apply, right? You know, <laughs> and we haven't done. There's something about Mary yet, so that's that's the one I was thinking of, hanging off the. Oh, ear. right. Um, but yeah, or just like, isn't he like a master at CGI? I mean, she just just throw something on after, you know what I mean? Yeah. I know. Well, and Billy Zane really hated being spit on, so he was like, <laughs> at least get like a mask or something, like, or was it just like bare skin spit? Like, oh. did he have a stand in? Why? I I assume no. I'd I assume be asking for were... more money if I was him. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but I also assume there were people who would have paid to be the person that Kate Winslet spit on in that movie. So. There's some, there's yeah. some weird, weird people. I mean, there. I would I would let Billy Zane smack me around just <laughs> because I think he's so hot. Yeah, yeah. Just flipping. Like when he when he slaps her heart. across the face, I was like, oh, that did Talk it. Talk about flesh all a mesh. <laughs> uh, oh my god, back. that was Holy the. Cow. I was just gonna say that is the longest call or like the, the biggest callback ever. Yeah, in here. <laughs> flesh all. <a> mesh. <laughs> Perfect. Um. So who do we have for uh, like standout characters? Someone that was in this movie that you were like, they did great. Or I was surprised at how good they were or how pivotal they were in the film. I love, I love the, the crew, like the, the captain. And then the guy who, I don't know if he like designed the boat, but the guy who is sort of like a nice guy who's saying like, we don't have enough boats. Like I like that guy. Thomas Andrews, the guy. Yeah. The designer. Yeah. I do have a clip of Mr. Andrews, but it is Mr. Andrews giving like incredibly, ridiculous like convoluted directions to rose while she's like dying oh it's, it's uh-huh. like she's trying to find where like the hallways yeah yeah i'm like, like, left gonna, right like and go- <laughs> remember this in the middle of all like but, but here we go mr andrews thank god where is the master at arms take someone under arrest well you have to get to a boat right away no i'm doing this with or without your help sir but without will take longer Take the elevator to the very bottom and go to the left, down the crewman's passage, then go right and left again at the stairs. You come to a long corridor. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what's so funny is it's obvious that this is what a movie that we did that was like later in the 90s and mm-hmm. that it was a super quality movie that they spent tons of money on because just the clips alone sound incredible. Like yeah. usually what we listen to sounds so garbled and so shitty we just talk over the whole thing whereas this one it like grabs you because you're like oh it sounds so good and it's like remastered from a v like from someone's vhs tape and they just threw it onto netflix and then that's where i pulled the audio from but this was like (laughs) digital audio to begin with although this movie is filled with a bunch of like really ear ringing noises like watching this movie with headphones on was a very different and strange experience for me um, and we'll see in a couple later clips too. Anytime they're like out on the deck of the boat, just so much noise, especially after obviously the second half Hell of the ringing. movie starts. Yeah. And just everything is way loud and, and really piercing. Um, my 
standout character was Mr. Bodine uh, from the crew, from his uh, Bill Paxton's crew. Uh, mm-hmm. When he describes the uh, how the Titanic went down, and uh-huh. I just oh, this cool. is the guy with the beard. Yeah, I just thought yeah. he was a cool yeah. guy, and he was like driving right. the the submersible around. Yeah. And that little visor thing they had—it looked like it was supposed to be um, like virtual reality, virtual reality, but it was like one of those weird <laughs> jewelers uh, mask things that they had, and they just kind of taped over the front and made it say uh, whatever, like it, they, the name Snoop, of the yeah Snoop Vision or whatever. Right. Uh, here he is, was. Oh, yep. Go ahead. Well, he was explaining, so he was doing the whole very detailed, like how it sank and everything. He's saying it right to her face. I was like, dude, you're fucking her up. This is PTS. You're doing something wrong. (laughs) You do not describe Vietnam to a veteran. Okay, here we go. (laughs) She hits the berg on the starboard side, right? She kind of bumps along, punching holes like Morse code. Along the side, below the waterline. Then the forward compartments start to flood. Now, as the water level rises... It spills over the watertight bulkheads, which unfortunately don't go any higher than E-deck. So now as the bow goes down, the stern rises up. Slow at first. Yeah, you were right. These are really faster clear finally, She's got her whole clips. ass mm-hmm. sticking up in the air. Yeah, you don't want to talk over it because it sounds right. so good. 20, right? 30,000 tons. Okay, and the hull's not designed to deal with that pressure. So what happens? She splits right down to the keel. And the stern... Falls back level. There's more of this, but hold on. Going 20, 30 knots when it hits the ocean. Hold on. There we go. Pretty cool, huh? Thank you for that (laughs) fine forensic analysis, Mr. Bodine. She's like, fuck you, man. I was there. I know what happened. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, it was a little different for me than. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and and that's the thing, too, is like we think about, okay, like all, like 1,500 people died. That is so horrible. Like we, we can't even really fathom, like, 1500 people like what that is obviously right. after 9 11 like we kind of get more of an idea but when you when the the shot where they pan back and you just see all the people in the water mm-hmm. and you like you know that that was what it was like because they were all falling in the water like all around yeah, each other for sure yeah and when just, when they were taking the rescue boats out and bumping into oh, frozen yeah. people i was like this is a little much for me like i don't when well, yeah because they this. showed them all alive just previously and then the next cut is a bunch of frozen people yeah yeah. Well, and the the to have these people be on the lifeboats and having to hear oh, all that of the was screaming. Awful. Yeah. All the screaming, all the help me, please come back. And like you know you can't go back because they're going yeah. and it is, it does seem shitty that they don't that only one lifeboat lifeboat went back. But like think about it. It's either we stay here and live or we all die anyways because these right. people are totally going to overrun us. Yeah, they're gonna overrun the boat, try to climb in. There's gonna be people like me out there just trying to punch people in the face and rip them out of the boat so there's space for me in there while you're dressed in drag right yeah <laughs> you missed me yeah. this dress looks the same wet as it does dry weird um, and yeah. i have 23 others yeah. <laughs> i'm just carrying like cases of and, uh, another um thing is like when the, with all the water rushing scenes like the amount of water oh, yeah. that they had to use in this movie was and, and kate winslet this poor girl i can't believe like <laughs> that she went through this when she's going down the hallway trying to rescue jack um the like when she has the axe in her hand that's yeah. actual ocean water and she is literally is really like freezing this is how she gets hypothermia because right. it's literally water from the ocean and when she gasps and stuff like that's real. Like it's just crazy. Yeah. But I'm a the, little less critical of her axe technique now. Because uh, I was like, dude, you are you are terrible with that thing. I loved the practice swing. I was like, he was like, whoa, 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 go over there. 
Try to hit it again in the same spot. Yeah, not how I would have gone about uh, giving instructions, yeah. but uh, it worked out. Sure. I would have probably had her just try to, like, break the pipe rather than, you know, cut my yeah. hand off. But, you know, I guess you're thinking quick. You got things going on, right? Yeah, your, yeah, yeah, sure. Your boat's um, around you. Well, when the water comes crashing into the grand staircase, like when they show that mm. scene, like that was the only take they could have. And it had to be at the end because it literally ruined everything. Yeah, sure. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, Crazy. there was just, I, I just can't even like the idea of having to work in that kind of environment, like sounds so, mm-hmm. so horrible to me. You'd have yeah. to pay me just I was millions say, uh, and millions of I'm dollars. sure they were, they were paid well. So uh, I have also- a, uh, a favorite quote. Sure. Go ahead. From the movie. Yes. Um, when the violinists are are playing, uh, the string quartet and one of they all like they stop and they go what's the use nobody's listening and the other guy goes well nobody listens when we play at dinner either so let's keep playing <laughs> for sure like, yeah that sounds like comedy also. Yeah, was, yeah what are you every open mic i've ever been yeah. to is that, yeah for sure and to- tommy the irish guy when he's like oh music to die by now i know i'm in first class yeah <laughs> and, and you know well they bring the first class dogs down here to take a shite you know like now we know I- where we stand I remember this clip I'm about to play having more of an impact on me the last time I watched this, which was probably 15, 20 years ago. This time it wasn't so much just because I think I was watching this movie a little more critically, but I'm going to play it anyway. Uh, But I thought this was really cool once they finally did give up playing out on the deck. Just that right there. I mean, like you can tell he knew they were clearly all going to die. And he did what he loved mm-hmm. up until the end, which I thought was kind of a neat sentiment too. And yeah. I do want to remind everyone listening in that this is in fact a love story. This is not <laughs> all just murder and death. And that's why we're playing with, or why we brought this movie on during uh, the month of February. But uh, you know, it's hidden in there pretty well. You're uh, sounding garb. You're sounding garbly just I to am? me. I, I, oh, there, okay. now you're better. As soon as you played that clip, it went garbled. Okay. Just so, I mean, I could understand what you were saying, but it sounded a little just so people, when you were listening, that wasn't like your pod being fucking up. That was right. Yeah. Us. It, it was me. <laughs> I fell into the water. I, I well, jumped I off the it, back of the boat. I think that when that woman screamed, it got so high, you know, how sometimes sure. there's sound clips. Yeah. Yeah, it just but, cuts off at the top there. But uh, And then also, I just wanted, before we get to uh, halfway here, I want to play what I believe is the most ridiculous uh, line in the movie, or just scenario at all here. This is probably going to come in pretty hot, too. I'll adjust. I didn't realize he did the whole King of the World thing with, what's his, uh, Tommy or whatever his name was before. With the pre- Fabrizio, that's the guy. Fabrizio. I didn't realize he did that like a precursor with him before he does it with with Rose up at the front of the boat too. I was like, what, why are we watching this twice? And I feel like a lot of that stuff was like establishing shots for the boat just to see like the magnitude of it. And I'm like, God, a lot of this movie didn't need to even be here. Like it was so cheesy. I didn't need the- to see the big sweeping, <laughs> like the big sweeping shots of the boat. And it was all just too much for like, cut out mm-hmm. half of this and we got ourselves a, a decent movie here but <laughs> yeah no i i agree and too like the that king of the world that was ad-libbed and they kept it which i don't know why <laughs> and um when she's like i'm flying jack like uh, all of that dumb shit like yeah and even when they watch this movie they're like kate winslet's like oh my god my acting is so bad like i can't believe that anybody would love the movie as much as they did but i Will do said think that, that? 
Uh huh. She's like, wow. I can't w- watch the movie because I can't stand to see how bad of an actor I was back then. Wow. Was, yeah. She, she's aware of it, I suppose. You got to be right. Uh, this is the scene I'm sure that she's talking about. Teach me to ride like a man. And chew tobacco like a man. And spit like a man. What God, I wanted to hit him both with a shovel. School? No. <laughs> this whole thing is like, ad-libbed. I realize the they're 17, thing. but like. Jack, oh, come no, on. Jack. No, wait, Jack. I, no, Jack, I <laughs> couldn't possibly, Jack. Watch closely. I couldn't possibly. Yeah. Gross. That's disgusting. Yeah, gross. Um, that whole thing was ad libbed. Like everything that was ad libbed is horrible, basically, <laughs> and they kept it. It's really bad. Yeah, so we could have thinned the movie out from that nonsense too. But uh Right. All right, let's see. Do you have any more uh quick fun facts before we hit the first half? Here? Um, the hand of the person that's doing the sketching is James Cameron. So in case oh, you fun. wondered, he mm-hmm. knows how to draw. Um, let's see. A small uh, quote that I liked was uh, when they were in the uh, towards the beginning of the movie, thirty five minutes in. Uh, one of the guys, she's she talks about Freud. He's like, uh, the preoccupation with size, and he goes, Freud, who is he? Is he a passenger? Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. just that, made me laugh. <laughs> that was also ad libbed by Mr. Lovejoy or the guy that wow. played Mr. Lovejoy. Mm-hmm. I like, yep. uh, yeah, I like that she was like, I, which to me, she's always like, I'm sad because no one pays attention to me, and I'm just kind of in the room, and it's all happening around me, but like she is like the smartest person in the room kind of or like the one that has everything kind of together or at least like understands the way the world works and i feel like at least she has that you know what i mean like it, i don't know why she was just so upset about everything like at least she could well, the, she feels like the molly brown of her group like you know yeah but she's not allowed to be that way that's the that is the yeah. frustrating thing and like and like women just like weren't allowed to like make their decisions or like he you know he orders her food he doesn't want her to smoke he says he's gonna mind what she reads from now yeah. on like like it's just crazy for sure um also this is common knowledge i think for a lot of people but when he says over on the bed i mean the couch yeah that was also that was at like he made a mistake and they kept it um the very first scene that they did together was the one where she got naked so oh, wow all right yeah uh all right uh we have to cut it short here because we are about to get to the end of the first half and of course we have an activity that we do with everyone at the first half mark and it's got a theme song and the theme song sounds like this chop this chop this synopsis what that means is we need from you simon a 10 word or less synopsis of titanic take this three and a half hour long movie and condense it down to 10 words or less you'll have the break to figure it out and then you'll give that to us after the break but uh, in the meantime we will be right back after these messages. Jamie, I need you to keep the dogs quiet. I'm recording a commercial for the Elemental Podcast. So can you keep them quiet during this recording of my commercial for the Elemental Podcast? I mean, I know the dogs bark a whole lot when we actually record the podcast on Mondays and Thursdays and during the Patreon on Saturdays. But during the commercial, we need the recording to be dog bark free. Can you do that for me, Jamie? Can you keep the dogs quiet during the recording of this commercial for the Elemental Podcast that people can listen to every Monday and Thursday and the Patreon on Saturday? Can you do that for me, Jamie? Thanks, Jamie. appreciate it. Chop this, chop this, synopsis. And we're back. All right. It is now time for the rousing conclusion of Chop This Synopsis. So, Simon, if you could please regale us with your 10-word or less synopsis of Titanic. Take it away. 
It's like the Hindenburg, but sexy. <laughs> it is sexy, damn it. Yeah. Oh, the humanity indeed. Here we go. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> I, I'd watch that. I'd click on that to see what happens for sure. I just I just picture like naked Germans. Like when I hear that, it's like the Hindenburg. <laughs> like it's like hairy women and I don't know. He's, he said sexy though. <laughs> I know, that's true. <laughs> But I pictured like Germ, like what sexy in Germany, which I'm guessing is not the same as what's sexy here. But. <laughs> well, you never know. All right, uh, nice job, Simon. I would watch that movie for sure. Um, for sure. And do we want to go straight rolling into some uh, some of the games, Mandy, or do you want to sure. have any more facts you need to? I only have one more fun fact. Um, so the, like the last shooting day, someone spiked the clam chowder with PCP. Whoa! What? Yeah. 80 people got sick. 50 of them were hospitalized. Um, Bill Paxton ended up like for like two weeks, he said he felt listless and like, he just, he just felt wrong. Um, Yeah. So they, they're, they think there were a lot of disgruntled ex-employees because James Cameron was kind of a slave driver and wanted everything to be perfect. And obviously, you know, he makes amazing films, but you can't do that by being everybody's friends. So sure. Wow. How does PCP get in the, freaking chowder well that you said that had to do with the disgruntled yeah employee. oh my god it had to be because well at first i thought it was like a huge thing of like shellfish poisoning um Mm -hmm. and luckily the old lady the lady that played old rose i can't yeah um she did not eat there she ate uh she ate somewhere else i was gonna say how do they talk 80 people into eating clam chowder that's some that's more impressive yeah right i love like, clam chowder but like on the set though like like craft services clam chowder like that's got to be rough man imagine though how many people are on set when there's like a thousand extras and I, I don't know if they feed them i'm assuming they did yeah but yeah i mean i just feel like that's just a waste of drugs for one thing like <laughs> for sure yeah, yeah i don't know it's just and they never ever caught who did it so it was james cameron <laughs> I honestly had that as, trying to like, expand their minds. Yeah. Like, I was like, what if he's doing this as like a way of like, of like having people panic, but he actually got stabbed in the face with a pen um, <laughs> by one of the, the people like he was, he, he was like, this obviously isn't, isn't shellfish poisoning. Cause someone was like demanding to see a priest and like all this other stuff. And then he got stabbed in the face with a pen. So wow. I would have stabbed him in the face with a pen and been like, it was the drugs, but I didn't have the clam chowder. <laughs> right. right. Mightier than the sword. Yeah, there you go. Ah, <laughs> uh, boom! All right. The poetic um, justice. He's a he's a writer too, so he should have known better. You got to watch out for those pens. Right. right? Uh, um, if it was yeah, a fountain pen, see. he wouldn't be with us. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so um, we can go ahead and do box office if All you want. Right. Theme song for that. Here we go. Box office theme song. <laughs> Short and sweet box office theme song, Mr. Stu McAllister. <laughs> All right, Simon, how much do you think that it cost to make this movie back in 1997? I feel like I remember this being a big one. Um, I'm going to be a jerk here and I'm going to go high. So I'm going okay. to say it's a, it was a clam million chowder dollar movie. What's that? What did you say? I said, I said gonna... I'm, I'm, oh, go ahead. <laughs> I just couldn't let my joke go. I, he said he was going to go high and I said he got into the clam chowder. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> All right, now I'm uh, done. I'll I'll mute my mic for the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go upper tier, uh, and I'm gonna say it was a hundred million dollar movie. Okay, okay. Matt. 
I got, I feel like that's true. I feel like it's somewhere in that realm. I think it was one of the first movies to breach that hundred million mark for whatever reason. Uh, so I will say 90 million just to sort of catch it on the low end. Well, price is right. Actually. Yeah. $200 million. Yikes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, he originally said that he could do it for 87 million. The studio <laughs> was like, no way we'll get, you can do it for that little amount. We'll give you 135 million. And then it ended up costing $200 million, which by the way, costs more than the Titanic itself, which costs um, it 1910 to 1912. It costs uh, $1.5 million, which is the equivalent to $7.5 million. Um at the t- uh yeah in today's money t- yeah. yeah uh hang on oh no i'm sorry 1.5 million pounds equivalent to 7.5 million at the time and oh okay 7.5 million at the time equivalent to 150 million 1997 dollars oh, okay yeah that makes so sense. yeah but still yeah it costs more to make the movie than it did like to make the titanic which is just <laughs> insane to me yeah that's not um nice. all right simon how much do you think that this movie has made Roughly worldwide gross up until today. Uh, gonna go with one and a half B. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll stick with the modest one billion. Two point mm. four billion dollars. Oh my god. Yeah, big one. That's. Uh, and, yeah. I don't know how to continue past that. There's no reason that anything should. Nothing that anyone created should ever make that much money. <laughs> well, and people were um, like the studio was like getting pissed at James Cameron. So he said, fine, you guys can take my salary, my $9 million. Oh, sure. Or, and, and then he's like, you can have it back and like, we'll put it towards the movie. But I, I'll, I want a percentage on the back end. Yeah, he's getting points because, on the end. Ooh, smart. And yeah. And he was like, and he's like, that's how confident I am that this movie is going to be good. And they were like, okay, fine. And then now this dude, yeah, like the show. But He's on his fifth wife. I'm just wondering, which he <laughs> is married to or was married to the lady on uh, in this movie, right? At some point, wasn't... Yes, uh, he's he's still married to her. I can't think of her name right off the top of my head. Susie. Uh, Susie Rose Amos, or Rose's granddaughter? Rose's granddaughter. Susie yes. Amos Cameron. Yes. Yep. Oh, and he, her. they met, they met on this film and then they, um, and he was still married to Linda... What's her face from Terminator? <laughs> Red sure. flag. Um, yeah, well, and he, I'm pretty sure that he married her when he like or he got together with her when he was married before. So he uh they got married in 2000. He married uh Susie Amos Cameron in 2000, which was a couple of years after uh the wrap of this movie. So Gotcha. Just uh All right. kept her hanging on. Um I did I did think she was pretty in like a very natural beauty kind of way. Yeah, sure, sure. Um okay. Uh, let's do, you want to move on to, uh, guess the age? Sure. All right. We're just doing game after game. Here we go. And dude, by the way, uh, what's that sound coming up here shortly is going to be an extra large edition, by the way, it's going to be the Titanic edition. Uh, (laughs) In the meantime, here we go with the theme song for guess the age. Let's play guess the age. All right. Short and sweet. All right. That's all we get. All right, Simon, how old do you think uh, Leo DiCaprio, Leonardo DiCaprio was when he was in this movie? I'm going to go with 23. I'll say 25. Matt? 23. Oh, nice. Nice. Yes. Right on the button. Which he looks like he's 17 in this yeah, movie. Sure. Um, all right. How old do you think Kate Winslet was? Uh, Rose. Young to play Rose. Rose. <laughs> um, 20. Okay, Matt? 18. 22. Ah, mm. nice. 
All right. My man, Billy Zane. Oh, so hot. Love him. 31. Have okay. we had another Billy Zane movie yet? I know we haven't he was, done. Oh, we did Back to the Future 2, didn't we? With Stu? It, yes. And so isn't there a that. movie that he's in that he's wearing a cowboy hat and he's like an ex, like he's just somebody that's like sitting at a table somewhere? That was he have. in uh, Austin Powers? I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure yeah. it out. Anyhow, it's been at least two. <laughs> uh, what, I'm sorry, Simon, what did you say for, for William? Uh, 31. 31? Okay. Uh, I will say a respectable 26 year old Billy Zane was in this movie. He was 31. Oh, let's go. <laughs> Look at that. Um, all right. How old do you think Kathy Bates was? The unsinkable Molly Brown. Ooh, um, four years. <laughs> Kathy Bates, huh? Uh huh. Uh-huh. I'm gonna Molly go Brown. with uh 40, 43. Ooh. All right. God, she's still, I mean, there was a period of time for Kathy Bates that she just looked the same. Now she's clearly gotten (laughs) older, but there was like a moment of like a decade where she was just the same age for a while. Uh, I'll say she was 39. She was 49. Okay. Wow. Yeah. She looked pretty damn good for her. I mean, good for 49. Compared to what she looked like in misery. Good Lord. I just watched Misery all the way through for the first time. Uh, just oh, recently. why? It was a rough watch, man, for sure. But uh, yeah. Anyhow. Okay. Right. Sorry. I'm still, uh, I'm still trying to look for, uh, okay. Um, oh, Gloria Stewart, the old lady that played Rose. How old do you think she was? Uh, I'm going to be, I'm going to meme it. I'm going to say 84. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's been 84 years. Um, <laughs> I think that this woman, I read somewhere when she died, not uh-huh. when, like not what year she died, but what at what age she died. So I'm going to say this woman was like, I don't know, 90 when this movie came out. She, well, yeah, she, well, when it came out, she was 87. Okay. I think she had just turned 87, but you know, they had to dress her up to make her look old because she was supposed to be 105 or whatever. Oof, or 101. Yeah, yeah. 101. Yeah. All right. How old do you think Bill Paxton was? He'll be our last one. Uh, Bill Paxton. I'll go for, uh, solid 40 round, round, round number. Hmm. I will say 38. He was or William 42. Paxton. Oh, 42. okay. Yeah, he died at 61 Yeah, during a complication during a heart surgery, which is a total bummer. Yeah, for sure. I just feel like he had a lot left, you know, if a lot you of stuff have, left to do. If you have some time to waste, I recommend going down the rabbit hole that is Old Rose, her uh, life story. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, she, is, she started out acting in, like, the 20s or whatever. She was, like, a theater actress, and then uh-huh. she got approached by a couple of uh, movie studios at the same time they were watching her perform, and uh, they decided to flip a coin to see which studio would pursue her or would, would like, bring her on as an actress. Uh, so, like, her whole fucking career got started by the flip of a coin, and she starred in a bunch of movies when she was super young, uh, but they're huh. all, like, like uh, shitty monster movies, like... Uh, you know, creature of the black lagoon type shit, like the old yeah. 1930s, 1940s films. And, uh, and then she started doing stuff with like fine art later in life. And then she started a printing press and was printing um, 
fine art books for artists and stuff well into her like 80s and 90s and shit like that's just a crazy. crazy amazing life that this lady led that's and then fun. Got, got back into acting in her like 80s and was on a couple of tv shows and then obviously titanic too so you said printing press i thought she i thought you were gonna be like yeah she printed propaganda flyers that they dropped in uh, world war ii yeah, so. i know like that's what i was thinking <laughs> she's had a crazy life this lady no, but she did though. She had like a weird ass, like she was making magazines. She had a weird and... ass. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. <laughs> Why Just they put her in <laughs> when she was much younger? The real heart of the ocean. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> the heart-shaped ocean ass. Uh, here we go with some quotes. Let's play something else. Here we go. Uh, this is Jack talking Rose off the ledge. Don't presume to tell me what I will and will not do. You don't know me. Typical woman, right? Come on. You're distracting me. Go away. I can't. <laughs> I'm involved now. You let go, and I'm I'm gonna have to jump in there after you. It's pretty smooth. Don't be absurd. You'll be killed. I'm a good swimmer. The fall alone would kill you. It would hurt. I'm not saying it wouldn't. I'll tell you the truth, I'm a lot more concerned about that water being so cold. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he talks her down. I, I love it when he's like, my dad and I used to go ice fishing and then he tried, what, and she's like, I know what ice fishing is. Yeah. Sorry. You seemed like kind of an indoor, indoor girl. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I seem like, and, okay. So I seem like here's a question. <laughs> here's a question. Would you rather like be, would you rather party with the rich like people and the snooty people and get caviar and have brandy and cigars? Or would you rather go down and party with the poor people? I mean, if it's strictly partying, it, it's got to be the poor people. For sure. The music. But if you're asking where I'd rather lay my head at night, get me upstairs. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> fight, fight off the rats downstairs. Oh. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, all right. Uh, do you want to move on to the next game? I mean, I've got a ton of clips that we have not. Yeah, we can play more clips well, if we have time. Technically, I mean, we already kind of covered this, but here's this one. It's a very iconic scene in the film. Jack, I want you to draw me like one of your French girls wearing this all right wearing only this slut it's just a bowl of clam chowder i'd rather be his whore than your fiance (laughs) or whatever she says wife right yeah Yeah. that's still like that's impressive like a very much a got him uh moment there oh i love it people point and laugh um Let's see what else. Mom tells Rose not to see I Jack. Here's some of Mom. Mother, you'll give yourself a nosebleed. This is not a game. Our situation is precarious. You know the money's gone. Of course I know it's gone. You remind me every day. Jeez. <laughs> father left us nothing but a legacy of bad debts hidden by a good name. That name is the only card we have to play. I don't understand you. It is a fine match with Hockley. It will ensure our survival. Yeah. All right. Like yeah. this kind of stuff. Because so I watched all of Bridgerton. I'm sad it's over. I watched like all of the the um, Bridgerton white... sounds like someone trying to make up the name of a city. Like just <laughs> Bridgerton. On the, yeah, it's like uh, I was over in Bridgerton earlier. <laughs> Next to Ridgermore. <laughs> What's uh what's that movie? Uh is it Mr. Deeds when he Mr. Has to come Deeds? Up with, uh Winchester no, she does. Winchester Winchester Fieldville. Fieldville. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it ends up Dr. being a real Pepper. place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a real place. I love that movie. Boo um, Apple Tree. 
<laughs> but like so the like women forever have just always been forced to marry people like for you know to unite the farms or whatever and like they're always i don't know it's just so crazy to me that that was something that that they had to do right, yeah. i'm so creating, glad it's not like that anymore creating alliances and like game of thrones and things it's just yeah how things were done like but i'm 16 and he you know is 60 and covered in warts well you'll learn to love him yeah. oh no i won't but whatever <laughs> hey you know what that makes me think of mandy uh-oh <laughs> my heart was pounding the whole time <laughs> the most erotic moment of my life up until then at least that means granny got some uh got some shit done later on you know she was out there laying some pipe you know what i'm saying she, i had sex with eight men <laughs> it was like 200 <laughs> nowadays <laughs> um, yeah, in uh, 1997 man that's so many <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> um oh shoot what was i oh when she was talking about so do you think that her and kale had sex because he was like i was hoping you would come to me last night like I don't know. Like, I, 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 well, I just, you boat. were saying <laughs> on the boat, yeah, just in know. general. <laughs> well, because you were saying, like, I don't know if she knew him that well. Like, if she was realizing that he was an awful person the more they got to know each other. Because, I mean, clearly she's only, what, 17. It's not like she had years mm-hmm. of her life to spend with this guy to realize he was an asshole. So maybe this all kind of got sprung on her when they took off on the boat. Like, we're going to move to America and you're going to, like, marry this guy, you know, or what? I don't know. I yeah. don't know. I hope. I mean, not. her mom's like, "Do you, would you like to see me working as a seamstress?" And I'm like, "Bitch, yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, get yes. a job, mom." For yes, sure, for sure. Don't All right, make me uh, marry this douche. <laughs> let's do. Okay, so we have uh, two games left. One of them is a new game, Simon, that you have not played before, and in fact, Ew. it'll be the fourth time we've played it. Maybe I think, I think so. Um, or the old tried and true, uh, what's that sound? So it's up to you, man. What do you want to do? Something new or something old? Do we get to do both or just one? Yeah, we're doing both. <laughs> we're, we're making them happen. All right, well, let's do the new one first. All right, here we go. This game is called, so again, I'll explain. When I come up with a name or with a game, I usually come up with a name first. It's some dumb name, and then I have to reverse engineer the game out of it. Okay. And I thought to myself, what would be a fun game we could do out of a game called Forwards Backwards, right? I was like, that's fun. Mm. That's a thing. So what I did is I took a four-word phrase from this film and I reversed it and I'll be playing for I'll be playing it for you backwards. And then following that, I'll be giving you four options of those four-word phrases. It's one of the four. Does that make sense? Like I'll pay you a reversed yeah, phrase yeah. and then I'll give you several options and you pick which one of those several options is the reversed right uh phrase. So yeah, we're about to play forwards backwards. Here we go. So for one. Oh, hold on. Let me get some, let me get some heat on this here. So that's the actual sound backwards. So try to ingrain that in your brain. This is the backwards phrase. Hang on a well, second. And then it was this. No, or... we're close. Don't worry about it. Hell yes. The floor. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to do it again. We'll get the yep. backwards phrase and then I won't talk anymore. You're going to get four mm-hmm. options of the forward phrase as well. So for one. Hang on a second. I know we're close. Don't worry about it. Hell yes, the floor. I just liked pulling the phrase, hell yes, the floor was the, was the fourth one. But My guess is no, we're close because that's the only end sound I heard in there. Okay. 
All right. Uh, Mandy, That's a tough have... one, though, because it's short. Yeah, yeah it is very I agree. short, for sure. Uh, I agree it, with him. It, it, was I heard early, that... uh, it was early into me pulling clips on this, so I was like, I just want to get this done and out of the way so I didn't have to worry about it at the end of a three-hour movie. So, uh, Mandy, what do you think? You want to hear it again? I, same. Nope, I agree. You the, wanna, it, was the, it was the end, like the end sound. The I know we're closed. Uh, it would be, would be sound number two. I'll play it again, and then I'll let okay, you Okay, know yeah. Right. So, Hang on a second. No, we're close. Yeah, that one. Don't worry about it. Hell Ooh, yes. That one. The floor. It actually it's... is uh, number two. You guys were both correct. Oh, so, cool. Yeah. yeah. That was forwards, backwards. And that game takes hey, longer well. for me to create than it does for us to play. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, an endeavor, but I enjoy it even though it's stupid. So it <laughs> a good forwards. <laughs> <laughs> a good forwards backwards is when they see the uh, iceberg and they kick it in reverse. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> that is the case. Uh, all right. So now we're going to move on to a game with another theme song. And that one goes like this. Good night, everybody. All right. We're going to bring that down a lot. Here we go. Ooh, that sound. Did you hear that sound? Ooh, that sound. The sound that just played you. All right, this is what's that sound or uh, name that sound, the sound Matt just played you. <laughs> um, that theme song provided by Mr. Jared Hibbs. Uh, very nice. Uh, all right, this is an extra large epic edition of uh, what's that sound. This is the Titanic version. I don't believe we've ever had this many clips of a sound from a movie in one of our uh, movies. So. Get ready. We're going to have five coming at you. And we're, gonna, we're doing them quick. We'll do them real quick. So, all right. First one uh, is going to be real fast, real quick sound. And you tell me what's happening on screen while this sound is playing. First, it's going to go to you, Simon. Then it's going to go to Mandy, who has also never heard these sounds. So here we go. Oh! <laughs> okay. I'll play it again if you need it. Yeah, one more. <laughs> um is. is that when they're downstairs partying and the guy falls down and then gets up takes a sip of his beer no no that's similar vibe probably but nope that is not correct mandy do you want to take this one yeah it's when olaf punches his friend that makes him lose their tickets mm -hmm. to that the is, titanic mm, yep that is the fight during the poker game i'll play it one more time oh! <laughs> Okay. Which after they win the poker game, uh, they're like, oh, no, it leaves in five minutes. The people who were betting the tickets were also really late. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I thought yeah. the same thing. They were going to lose. And I love that when he's like, did you guys go through the checks? He's like, of course. Plus, we don't have lice. We're Americans. We're both of us. <laughs> like, we're Americans. Yeah. Like, Americans can't get lice. <laughs> All right. Uh, we have this one. Here we go. That's, I can't hear it, Matt. Okay, let me give it some more juice here. It's very subtle. Nope, it went out, it went out again. Oh, maybe it's too loud. Let me bring it down a little bit. Nothing? No. Can you hear it at all, Simon? It's a little, yeah, a little twinkly music. Well, there's it, not the twinkly music. There's an actual sound happening behind it. So we uh, used to yeah, have this problem with the sounds, and the last yeah, one kind of garbled may, a little bit too. We may have to scrap that sound. Okay. Oh, I know what it is. Okay. I hear it now. 
Are they walking into the sketch room? Kind of. <laughs> no. It's when he's sharpening his pencils. Yeah, he's sharpening the charcoal. Uh, yeah. So, all right. Sorry about the audio quality on that no, one. No, that's okay. Hopefully these next ones will uh, work out. So, all right. Here's the next one. <laughs> what do you think that was? Oh, that's the axe, baby. That is the axe. Yeah. That's the old hand. Good job, because I, I didn't know that one. Good job. It sounds so that's ominous. Not relief anywhere. Yeah, right. <laughs> She did it. All right. Next one. Moving on. Keeping them going here. Let's do this one. I'm hoping that the background music helps with that one. And otherwise, it was just a really ridiculous noise that they used for this thing that was on screen. Uh, that's why I pulled that one. I'll play it again for you. I don't know that one. Nothing? Okay. Mandy? It's when he's moving the chase lounge. Yeah, it so is when he's moving the chase lounge. Nice job. Yeah. He's Thanks. dragging the damn couch across the floor. What a terrible Without noise. that tinkling in yeah, the back, I, I wouldn't tough. have known. Yep. All right. And then the last one, final one, this sound is 15 seconds long. And this is the type of shit that they waste so much time on this movie for. Uh, but tell me what's happening uh, during this scene. It's garbled again, yeah, even though you can you can tell what it is, but okay. it's like damn it. All right. Well, anyone? Any any guesses? I, not me. It's when she's running down the deck and she's about to jump off the back of the boat. Yeah, yeah. That clip that I just played you was 15 seconds long. That wasn't even the entire clip of it's just nothing happening except the pitter-patter of her feet running down the length of the entire boat. And I'm like, come <laughs> on, guys, like can we just move on to something else? You know? But all right. So that was it. <laughs> It was that was five different sounds from this movie, and some of them sounded like trash. But you guys did a great yeah, job. Yeah, that sucks. Them, I think you got them all, even with the yeah. the terrible noise. So I don't think I would have gotten the axe one. So good job, Simon. <laughs> That's the only one that I definitively knew. Yeah, so. for sure. <laughs> very ominous, the smashy noise. Very good. All right. I mean, that's the end of uh, the games and such. Uh, is there anything else about this movie that you had written down in notes, Simon, that you wanted? Oh, to Oh, yeah. I want to hear the parts that you cried at if we have time. Oh, All for right. sure. Yes. We absolutely have time. I have four. Uh, so I cried first cry when she jumped off the lifeboat when, she, you know, Billy Zane convinced her to go. They have, they were going to get on one. She jumps off one. I was like, oh, my. This is when it starts. OK, hold on. Uh, let, me, let me play a clip right here then, because this okay. is this is referring to that here when they go and meet downstairs. Uh, after she jumps off the boat. Yeah. You're so stupid. Oh, yep. You're so stupid. Why'd you do that? Huh? You moron. You're, so You're such an idiot. Why did you do that? Why? She's used to being verbally abused. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is basically a warm hug for her. <laughs> Maybe that's why she was drawn back onto the boat. Like someone actually wanted her, like, you know was affectionate toward her she was like i can't leave that i can't yeah. get on this boat and run right. away from him billy zane was all she knew right. right the second one was the montage of people just resigning to being dead like the uh yeah. old couple in the bed the mom with the kids 
that whole uh, montage. That one was yeah. The, the mom putting her kids to bed and telling yep. them the story is yep. so heart wrenching. Tough. Um, third one was when she said she loves him on the door, and then he goes into the "Don't you, don't do that, you stupid, stupid woman" or whatever he says. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he goes into detail about all that. And then the last time, the fourth time, which was probably, I don't know if it was the third one or fourth one, but I think it might've been the fourth one where it just started and I didn't stop for about 10 minutes where she was talking about Jack at the end as the old woman. Uh And it just was like, just one of the, before I wouldn't have, I guarantee you, I wouldn't maybe have cried once or twice just at the humanity of the situation because it's a really tragic movie. But had I known that this was not a real love story, (laughs) maybe one time, maybe one cry. (laughs) Because when it, as soon as you say it's not real, I'm like, oh, what the fuck was I crying all those tears for? <laughs> I feel tricked and duped, Mr. Cameron. <laughs> but uh, yeah, when she's talking about how like just this old hundred year old woman talking about her life and they're all enthralled with the whole situation, mm-hmm. she's like, I never even told your grandpa. Yeah. And I was like, oh wow. Yeah, well, you, you so know, good. You know, Thomas J is not real too, right? Like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> But I went in knowing that he wasn't. Though. Right, right. That's true. And, and he doesn't have to be real. When she's like, where's his glasses? That yeah, everybody right, loses right. it. There's Plus, not Thomas a single. Jay is way cuter than like a frozen to death Leo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's for sure. And I, um, I think that for me too, like when Bill Paxton is like, I never let it get to me. Like I've spent all this time um you know trying to find the the necklace that i never let the tragedy of everything sure like affect me and i think that james cameron put that in on purpose because the very first time he went down to see the titanic the, as soon as he came up he what they like, had he just broke down because he's like yeah. i can't believe yeah. that this happened and yeah i do That's think, what yeah was you really get wrapped me. up in that i think yeah in the, like in the, the job and the work of it then then realizing that this is involved with people it's like anyone who makes like a or even those like the people who make like the true crime podcasts and stuff get a bunch of shit from mm-hmm. people that are like, how are you making entertainment out of someone's like mm-hmm. death or some whatever. But I mean, clearly there's a bit of uh, like, it, it's the process of working through the stuff too. I think people enjoy dealing with it that way too. I mean, everybody deals with something, you know, right. in a different weird way, but yeah. but yeah, I think there's merit in that too. Making, uh, I guess, entertainment out of disaster uh right. it, at least pushes the story along people are aware of it yeah. now you know yeah, um that, what were you gonna say simon i'm sorry no nothing nothing really important just uh it was like a good like this afternoon i watched it while you know it was in the background uh while i was working and it was just like one of those movies where i was like i i i, I like joke at the beginning that like you know i have a bone to pick with you guys giving me these sad movies but like <laughs> it was it was a good one to watch like i at the end i was like thinking about my own family, all that stuff, just like a good perspective changing movie. So uh, it was a good watch for sure. Yeah, for sure. One of the saddest parts for me was when they were in the lifeboats and uh, Molly Brown wanted to go back and just couldn't understand Uh why they didn't have that piece of humanity in them that she seemed to have. And I do have, I think this is the only clip I have. Yeah, I was going to say, we haven't heard from her. Yeah, And she's my standout character. I don't understand a one of you. What's the matter with you? It's your men out there. There's plenty of room for more. And there'll be one less on this boat. If you don't shut that hole in your face. Oh, when that dude shot himself on the deck there, I was like, oh, oh, yeah. Like, I was not expecting that. And I had seen the movie, 
Like, well, and I just completely <laughs> forgot that was going to happen. Especially when, because Tommy was such a lovable Irish character. Like you just, he was just so, so great. And when he gets shot and then when Fabrizio dies and, you know, it's just all this, yeah, it's awful. It, it reminds you that these are real people. They're not just numbers. Right. Yeah. And I think that pro- not to bring this like too contemporary, especially because this is supposed to be like romantic and we're making it like <laughs> yeah. sob story, but I feel like we're going to, that's how we're going to feel in like a couple of years from now when we find out like, who these 400,000 people were that died of COVID. Like sure. you hear about it. Like that's like an, an amazing amount of people, but like, yeah. that's just a number. Like I, I, you know, until you hear all of the stories and like all the families and yeah. Right. Stuff. Yeah. It's just, um, all right. Uh, let's see. I had one more. Oh, we never did this one either. This is just stupid. Trust me. Oh, I know. It's so bad. But the music, oh, yeah. the score of this movie. I used to play the shit out of this and just cry. It's very, uh, it just evokes instant emotion. Sure. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. <laughs> I'm flying. Although to be fair, I mean it was nineteen what nineteen twelve or something. So I mean, they probably didn't have too many experiences that felt like flying. You know, they probably weren't jumping on. Uh, That's very good point. Roller coasters or you know even getting in a a ton of airplanes. So, you know whatever. I looked I looked into it because I was because of this and I was like, if the Titanic wouldn't have turned, if they would have just gone like head straight into the iceberg, would they yeah. have would it have survived? I wondered that and, too. Well, it, it, there are some people that say yes, because only four compartments would have filled and it could had, handle four compartments. Yeah. But the uh, other people are like, no way. Like the whole thing was put together with rivets. There's also people saying that there were too much, there was too much slag in the iron and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Like it would have torn the whole ship apart when it slammed into it. And it's just hard for me to understand, to believe that it was going that fast in water. And, yeah. and it's just hard for me to even fathom the fact that how huge that iceberg was, because think about how big the Titanic was and how big, how much higher the iceberg was so, um, than the actual boat itself. It must've just been huge. When I was yeah. doing, uh, so I wanted to know how long the trip was supposed to have taken. Like, cause they took all their luggage. They put like paintings up on the walls and everything. And I was like, Jesus, <laughs> how long were they planning on being inside this boat? You know? And so I was looking that up and in Google, when I was looking up the length of the voyage that it was supposed to be, there were other like commonly, like people also asked questions. And one of them was, where is the iceberg that took down the Titanic? Like someone was like wondering <laughs> if they could go visit that iceberg and, <laughs> and see it in real life. And then it basically, it, but it had an explanation. It was like, it continued to flow southward for about two weeks and then, you know, just disappeared like they do or whatever, you know, but it was just so funny yeah. that, that enough people had asked the question, like, can I go see that iceberg that they bumped into? There's like, probably people who have been like on a, on a boat across the Atlantic. They're like, is that, is that black paint on that iceberg? <laughs> no, go get closer. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one it's gotta be. Yeah. Oh, Jack's alive. He's hanging onto the iceberg. <laughs> he totally made it. He's an old man now. Captain, but... Captain. <laughs> He's talking she... to a volleyball. <laughs> but then she changed her name to Dawson. And it's an amazing love story, right? Everyone, everyone agrees. I think so. 
And it especially sure 14... worked when I didn't know it was fake. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Fourteen-year-old me thought it was the shit. All right, uh, I guess we're to the end of this. Would you watch the movie again, Simon? Uh, yeah, no, sure, but it's totally you know yeah, that makes sense, man. I get it. But I'm really glad that I watched it today as an adult again because I uh, I really uh you know pulled some pulled some stuff out of it. Sure, sure, especially thinking it was uh, a true story. So sorry we ruined Absolutely. that for you, but. At least you got to experience it. No, I am last so time. glad you ruined that for me because <laughs> I was carrying that with me. I was like, these nice people. Yeah, no, I'm so proud of you for not researching it too. Yeah. Like that took a you lot told of me discipline. not to. I was like, yeah, I didn't want to because I knew budget would have been in there. So I was like, I don't want to do anything. Sure, sure. Um, Mandy, would you watch this movie again? Yeah, of course. I was gonna say it's probably a given, right? <laughs> what and if you're like number 19? Nah, I'm I'm good. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, for me, it's a big no. I'm glad I watched it. It's over with and I never have to watch it again. I, yeah. I can now respect it for the movie that it is. And it's made <laughs> like two and a half billion dollars. So I can at least say that I, I thoroughly watched this film. Um, and that's, that's pretty much it, guys. I think, yeah. uh, Simon, do you Wonderful. have any plugs, anything you want to point people toward? Anything going Absolutely on? Absolutely not. I haven't done stand up since March of 2020, but I am yeah. really, really wanting to get back to it. For sure, for sure. Yeah, All right. it'll be uh, soon. Things are starting to open up. Yeah. Any social media or anything, or just have them look you up. <laughs> they can, they can track uh, you down. If you can find me, that's uh, if you can find me, that'll be a good uh, challenge of your skills. So. Sure, Simon right. Carlson. Perfect. All right, uh, Mandy, you want to point people toward anything? Make it quick. Um, nope. We should probably have Simon on for a movie that isn't going to make him cry. Isn't terribly sad. Sure. I would We're love to come back like... on whenever you guys have me. This is always fun. <laughs> We're not going to pick like Schindler's List or some shit. Like that. <laughs> right? No, that would be a hilarious running bit. <laughs> no one's ever referred to Schindler's List as a hilarious running bit. So. <laughs> He's, he'll come on and he'll just be wearing a red coat. Like I'm ready. Let's yeah. do this. Um, yeah, maybe Schindler did, but yeah. Just, hey. Uh, um, all right. So uh, we don't normally know how to end this. We just kind of ramble on. And so what we've decided is best is we just play a clip at the end to close things out. But before we get there, if you want to talk to us at all or tell us what we did right or wrong, you can email the show at another episode podcast at gmail.com. Check out our Instagram. That's where we're going to post pictures of the posters that have been changed to now feature our guest's face. I don't know how we're going to do that with this one, but we'll make it work. Simon, you're going to have your face somewhere emblazoned on the poster for Titanic. And, neon uh, rose sure <laughs> I'll, I'll see what i can do um but otherwise here is our final clip it is gonna sound like this you are rude and uncouth and presumptuous and i am leaving now that's it <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much and thanks simon for doing this again everybody thank be you. safe out there okay bye bye, <laughs> bye.